RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday night edition. Looking forward to connecting and find out what's on your radar. Hope everyone's doing well. And uh, looks like <laughs> the Trump train may be taking off on social media next year, February. So curious to get your guys' thoughts on that. Will it actually see the light of day? And uh, will you be signing up? Curious to find out. And as always, before we dive into it, want to acknowledge a couple people for taking time to bless us with their presence. So feel free. Any, any first time viewers, let us know where you're watching from uh, via the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your uh, voice be heard. So, all right, people, what is going on out here? Let me see. I got a couple articles worth touching on. And then also today, want to do something a little bit different. Well, not different, but just add a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of a bonus to the to the show. Want to find out because uh, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about all the events unfolding around us, but not enough time. Or I don't stress focusing on focusing on what we're currently grateful and thankful for. So I'm curious to find out uh, what you guys are grateful for as well as thankful for. So uh, definitely would love to hear what you guys uh, are keeping an eye on with that. But anyway, let me talk to a little people real quick. We got Bray Wade taking this as I follow a ton of preppers, crypto and precious metals sites. My channel just feels right. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. DC Precise checking. We got Mr. Steve. We got Jay. We got AG Stackard. We got the great FOMO checking in from South Dakota, looks like. Uh, this says uh, Vivian, if I'm not pronouncing it incorrectly. Uh, YouTube man. We got Faith Parent. We got Ed. We got Crypto King in the building. Darlene is checking in as well. We got Groveland Gal. We got Midnight Green. Uh, Juliet, Jane. Okay, fair amount of people. So I appreciate you guys for taking time to tune in tonight. And um, curious to find out, you know, what's on your radar? What are you keeping an eye on? So feel free throw out relevant subject matters in the chat or give us a call, and we'd love to hear what you guys are keeping an eye on and what's concerning you in your neck of the woods, vice versa. And then I want to go through a couple subject matter real quick on the surface, and then uh, start off, start off basically several different questions, but want to make sure we. Uh, mention some things that we're uh, grateful for just to uh, acknowledge and recognize all the things that's going good in our lives and in our worlds. All right. So uh, SG, we got Ganesh, if I'm not pronouncing that incorrect correctly. Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, says Barlight Broker says Trump will be the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> okay. I'm curious to hear uh, your thoughts on that. And so, of course, why not just jump into that right away? Uh, but other than that, uh, just look at a little price action here. If I if I if I may, uh, today woke up, checked the markets a little bit, and saw that silver was tw almost twenty two fifth, twenty four fifty rather. So that's uh pretty promising. Of course, it's in the red now, but be patient. And then on the crypto side, looks like you know a little bit of a sell off from all the major currencies that pumped it yes yesterday. But to be expected, you know, a lot of you know traders taking profits as they typically do. So curious to get your guys' thoughts on that. And then uh, let's just jump into the primary news subject of this evening, which I think is catching a lot of headlines, it seems. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on it because I have a lot of thoughts I want to share on it. But uh, it says Trump's new social media company says users won't be censored unless they disrespect the site. So I'm not quite sure. Huh, how do you disrespect the site? But I'm sure they're giving some, you know, some uh, some uh, details into that. But it says term of service for the Trump for the truth social state that uses connect, disparage, tarnish or otherwise harm, in our opinion, use and or the site. So just a little terms of service. But um, why now? You know, what's the big deal? Well, so I'm so outside of the fact that he was barred from all the prior social, uh, previous social media accounts. Why all of a sudden now? Did he happen to formulate a media company, uh, including a social media platform? Uh, and so that's definitely a way for him to line his pockets, no doubt. But I'm curious as to whether or not this will actually get off the ground. And so uh, if it is an opportunity for uh, his supporters, as well as just uh, libertarians and as well as just people who are concerned with the state of their country, if it's a site where they can speak freely, it will definitely be the most attacked site <laughs> on the planet. And if this is, and so if his desire to create this platform, however he would do such, I would assume he's not going to be using any of the blockchain type protocols to 
uh, protected or whatnot and to, you know, uh, provide services that way. So it might be the typical, you know, uh, website where they have servers in some warehouse somewhere that's going to be heavily attacked. But uh, we'll see how this pans out. But as of now, come February, he's supposed to be launching a, a website. So I'm curious for all my people checking in right now, you know, will you guys be signing up? And so apparently, I, I'm not sure if it's a paid service or what. It's up talks about some pre-order. So I'm assuming pre-order means uh, pay, but not sure. But, you know, will you guys be signing up? What do you expect from this? Or will this even, you know, see the light of day? I'm curious to hear what you guys think. So let me know. And, and speaking of which beforehand, if you guys want just to get the party started a little earlier, feel free to call in. This uh, open up the phone lines and uh, let us know your thoughts on this subject matter. And then I got a couple other topics as well we can touch on. But I'm curious to get your guys thoughts on it. And so I've been following haphazardly some of the um, what you call it, the uh, what are some things you'd be doing? Rallies, the rallies, the Trump rallies. And other than him regurgitating the same old information, talking about how he had the greatest economy and he called out all the politicians for being fraud and make fun of Joe and you know Brandon or whatever his name is now. And so other than him saying the same old things, man, I think, and this is my personal opinion, I'm sure a couple of people might agree with me, but I think at this point of the game, Trump has turned into a complete distraction from what's really going on. Given the fact that our current, our country, unless something's changed, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but to my knowledge, we're still in the state of emergency that he signed back in March that hasn't been, uh, Lifted, lifted. So right now, our country is still in a state of emergency with all the other things that fall underneath that. And by him being the former president, uh, coming out always against the deep state and draining the swamp, all those things, he definitely, at this point, if he was an outsider before he got in office, he knows everything, what's going on behind the scenes. And so as of right now, he's still saying the same old thing that he was saying in the campaign trail, even a little bit as president. Playing the tough guy, attempting to you know visually and, and, and audibly push back against the the lifetime politician figures, but ain't really did much since then. Like he would know or not. So this is a test. This is one of the things that, that caught my attention the other day. As much as he's out here rallying, basically just laying seeds as to whether or not he's going to run in 2024, but also saying that based upon the trajectory of our country right now, we may not even have a country. <laughs> you know, next year, year after this or whatever. And so I think this is my personal opinion. Trump at this point with the social media platform, he's still trying to be a, a, a major. He's, he's, he's positioned himself as that uh, little bit of hope at the same time while being a distraction. Cause as of right now, it gives probably 70 or so million people, his, his supporter base, his fan base hope and, and, the idea that if he gets back into office in 2024, he'll be able to unwind and make all the changes that uh, he ran upon in his last presidency. But yet that's three, four years from now. And based upon all the activity happening right now, this country won't make it till the next presidency. And I've said this before. So all the new people may not have been around hear me but in the past last year, two years, I mentioned that 2020 election, will be the last election of its kind because between now and the next election, they're going to pack the Supreme court. They're going to do the best they can to maneuver and to reorganize the entire political structure in some capacity while they're pushing the agenda, while they're pushing all of the, 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 the mandates and executive orders and all those very authoritative uh, style uh, legislation. So, once again, Trump, this, to me, this is a distraction and it's going to get a lot of people excited. It's going to give the people a sense of false hope that he's capable of coming back in and disrupting things. But I don't buy it one bit. I don't buy it one bit. And back to my point prior to me ranting. If we're under a state of emergency right now, national emergency, that means that the current pretender and thief, Brandon, Joe Brandon, <laughs> if I if I may. So for those that might be tuning in, I might, I might I might get some hate responses. I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm up the middle. So I'm more so for the for for us the individuals because it's it's us versus them, and so I, I like to speak about both sides. 
equally. So I won't bash one or more than the other. But if we are really in a state of emergency, then Trump would know that the pretender and thief is really not president. And therefore, he's really not in the White House. Like I still have yet to see any proof that he's really coming in and out of the White House and doing things in the White House, especially every time we see him, which is once every two or three weeks, because that Jen Psaki, she's the primary spokesperson for the presidency. And so he hasn't, I saw an article, he hasn't done an actual full press conference in over 90 days or over six since August or something like that, like a press conference where he's actually taking questions off the cuff. <laughs> and so he's not allowed to speak off the cuff because he can't, you know, I don't think he can mentally compute all the things needed to say if he's challenged. So he's never been challenged this for this for by any po any uh, reporters. And so therefore, I don't really think that this is this is of course all a political theater. And if he's not really in the White House, Trump definitely would know that. But he's not saying that. Why, why wouldn't he say that if he was sincere in his desires to really reshape our country and really get it back on track or, you know, what does he say, make America great again or, or whatever. And so that's one of the things that really disturbs me, the fact that he's out here giving people false hope, you know, position himself still as a, as a savior for our nation, not knowing damn where our nation is already in trouble and not any one individual from the corporate entity in DC going to actually save us. It's going to be us, the people, we, the people ourselves continuing to push back like we're seeing all across the country. And just today, I think it was general electric, if I'm not mistaken, 707 or so employees walked off. And so that right there was like, it was very, refreshing to see individuals willing to swallow their pride as well as risk their um risk their everything to walk out to prove a point actually i missed a call give me one second i'll get you on here let me just share with you i actually just shared it on the uh, here we go i just shared it on the on the rethinking it out of twitter page but this is as of today it says breaking from ohio not on the mainstream news 750 General Electric contract workers walked off their job in protest against the participation situation. So here we got a lot of individuals walking out. So good news indeed. Anyway, let's talk. Okay, I missed you again. I apologize for that. Give me a call. <laughs> and while, while I wait on another call, I'll check in with the chat. Feel free to let me know your thoughts. Will it see the light of day? Will this matter or no? Curious to hear what you guys think. King D says, 2020. 2016 was rigged Two, they all have been since JFK and even uh, he was st stuffing ballot boxes. <laughs> okay. I can ride with that. Uh, Calvin says F Brandon. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Feel free, man. Let me know what you guys think. Curious to hear. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? How's it going, Mike? I'm doing good, my friend. What's going on with you? Uh, First thing I want to say I'm thankful for is Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. That's mm. all. That's the greatest asset in the world, as you said before. hundred percent. Eternal life. <laughs> Appreciate you for sharing that, man. What else is on with your mind tonight? Now, I'm going to tell you a curve now, brother. I'm thankful for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. We didn't have Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. We didn't have Donald Trump. 2016 would look like 2021. Mm. 2017. Okay. Hillary would have had this ball rolling better than that puppet they got up there that can't say his name three yeah. days a week. Yeah, that's true. I, I, and, I do agree with that. I, and, you know, Mike, I love you, man, but I think you're a little bit too, um, you know, Bible says you're not against us, you're for us. You know, when mm. Rand Paul came out and said resist, you know, mm. you think, you know, you didn't give him any credit. You know, if half the politicians in the, in the country say resist mm -hmm. and the people deferred for him resisted, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Right. And, you know, I think Donald Trump was in over his head. I think the man's heart is pure. I think he thought America was a corporation. He was going to be CEO. Mm -hmm. He was going to come in. You do what I say or you're out. And it don't work like that. Yeah. He what? got in way over his head, but I think the man is the real deal. I don't think he's going to save us. God's going to be the only one that can save us. And, you know, this could be God knows the future and this thing could be going down as it is. But right. uh, I think you're just a little bit, you don't give credit where credit is due. You know, Trump don't need his pocket flying. Right. You know how much money he lost being president? Mm -hmm. he, hey, well, hey, watch this. And, you know, he, I, 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 I can humble myself and say, hey, I get it wrong, too. So it's one of those things where I, you've mentioned it before. So I appreciate you for bringing that to the forefront because I do. 
you know, I, I can't get carried away at times. So forgive me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a little bit too much Alex Jones in you, and I got too much. <laughs> in you, <know? laughs> hey, man, I appreciate I it. You're a lot smarter. I love you, and you're a lot smarter than me, man. And uh, oh, man, let's hold this thing together. We do what we can do and seek Jesus. In the meantime, let's trust God. For sure, 100%. Appreciate you, Ed. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and speaking of which, you know, as I mentioned, I, I do go hard on everybody. I put everybody in the same basket. There are some good apples amongst the bunch. And so it just so happens that majority of the bad tends to outweigh the good. And that's where I have to do a better, good jo- a better job of, you know, being able to spot the some of some of the some of the uh, some, what appears to be some of the wheat amongst the tares in the group, according to what I am able to discern based upon their fruits and give them props when props is due. And so speaking of which, I want to do that right now with uh, Rand Paul, because a couple of weeks ago, I think a couple of weeks ago, a couple months ago, he had a little back and forth with Fauci and called him out for his lies. And then now we have other mainstream sources giving Rand Paul credit where credit was due on the fact that a whole gang of function was real. And that Fauci was behind it. So that's good that he was called out. Fauci lied. Now it's a matter of what's next. Like, is there anything else that can happen to where it puts Fauci in his place or E or IE out of his place and firing this guy? And then, you know, having some type of judicial processes to, you know, you know, have him stand before somebody for the crimes he's already committed. And that's where I would like I would get excited. But in the meantime, when when we we all know that they've been lying to us and he's called out on it, but nobody else and nothing happens. It's like, okay, well, you know, it it can appear as if Rand Paul is also playing the the good cop against the bad guy, you know, and it could be playing together. So it it appears that way until I actually see something happen. So that's kind of why I usually stick to my guns at, at not really giving everybody credit, even though they do a good job of pushing, pushing us forward. So I appreciate that. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, I'm James from Chicago. James from Chicago. Before 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 we get started, give me one thing you're grateful for. Ooh, <laughs> I threw a curveball. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would like to be able to encourage people to share what they're thankful for, what they're grateful for, amongst all the craziness around us. If anything comes to mind, feel free to share it or think about it. And get back with me after the fact. You know, I got a roof over my head, and my girlfriend is one hell of a cook. Mm, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you. What else on your mind? All right. So I was looking at the Snapchat Snapchat mm-hmm. earnings and listened to their call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I saw Fauci was on the uh, uh, was on the screen when I first tuned in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the supply chain issue. Mm. So if there's no supplies from these retailers for them to sell. They're not going to be advertising. Mm. Google, Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, all of these, you know, 35% of the market names, mm. uh, all of their ad revenue comes from advertising. Right. And if nobody's advertising their stuff to give away, Very I true. mean, it, it would, it would, it would account for this, uh, inflation due to supply side dynamics and mm-hmm. not demand side dynamics. Yeah. Um, it would account for the bond market selling off and it would also account for the market to drop just because these names are a hundred percent ad revenue. based. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, good point there. And, I, and that's a good angle. That's a good way of looking at it. The fact that, you know, the, the, the dominoes from that would be a lot greater than just, you know, shorts, you know, shelves being stocked or not and goods and service and, 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 and employment and things like that. You know, the, the business side with that ad revenue, that's major. Ooh, okay. Well, you got two hundred eight percent market cap GDP. I mm-hmm. mean, and and what bothers me in the near term mm-hmm. is I've been I've been buying VXX calls, which is a volatility uh, futures product mm-hmm. ETF. Okay. And I bought I bought a crap ton of them on Tuesday. They're up fifteen percent, and mm-hmm. the underlying is down like three percent. Okay. So when when that happens, stereotypically, you get. Uh, I mean, that's exactly what happened in March 2020. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what happened in February 2018. Mm-hmm. And towards, uh, I mean, it, it was a slight indicator in the fall of 2018, 
but I mean, all these guys that work on rate of change and technicals and crap, mm-hmm. fine. I, I love it. I love looking at everything, but I was just talking to one of my market guys and he's the best in the business. He's been there for 20 years mm-hmm. and he's talking about a 15,000 uh, point down move up or down mm. and he doesn't know what it is. Uh, so I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Love the show. And speaking of which, appreciate you. And so the, 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 the Dow move, uh, I'm not sure you, David Hunter, who's a commentator out on a lot of other uh, commentators, uh, programs, a macro guy. He was saying that we're going to have more of a market melt up to about, he said, I think 42,000 Dow, 5,200 uh, S and P. And then from there, he said 80% down. <laughs> and so well, I'm, I'm assuming that's the, careful. yeah. Because uh, if you look at, if you look at the Weimar market in mm-hmm. 1942, mm-hmm. Uh, 1944, whenever, whenever the hyperinflation was, um, if you super levered long gold, Mm -hmm. gold dropped by 50%, five separate times, uh, in like a seven year span, eight year span or whatever it was. Okay. okay. So you would have lost everything if you just went levered long, no stops, Mm -hmm. whatever, good to go. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we very well might get to. Fifty-two thousand. I mean, I don't think it's mm-hmm. impossible. Oh no, for the a, Dow I say forty-two forty thousand. But then also think about this: at the oh, at, at the 000. at the end of all this, when everything unwinds, unwinds rather, just like when everything unwound in the Weimar time frame, the people who had the weight ultimately did the best. Yes or no? Exactly. So. Yeah. You know, profit and off of it, it profit and off of it is a roller coaster ride because you the timing, nobody can know the timing. But you know, I think like like from a wealth preservation standpoint in the long run, because you sound very technical in nature with how you strategize and do your thing to where your average person are not, not able to do all the things that you're doing to you know take advantage of the opportunities out there like that. So um, but yet I guess you know, play the game while you can, but also get your weight up with the proceeds from the game. <laughs> oh, I I just bought a uh uh, a three month food supply, mm. uh, from four, from four Patriots. I'm not a huge fan of them because mm-hmm. they're, they kind of messed around with the, uh, with the shipping times and crap like that. But mm. you know, food, water, energy, security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. Hey man, appreciate you calling and sharing your thoughts. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. So that's another thing. Like, you know, this, it, it's an abundance and also think it's an abundance of opportunity out here if you're able to see it and if you know how to play the game, the average person don't know how to play the game. So you can just take what you do know and secure what you have, sit on the sideline, wait for things to blow through and and hope that we'll have a way of participating moving forward. And so it's just, uh, you know, we had a nice little discussion last night on the off air talk and talking about when the next market crash comes is not going to be a typical you know, next week or two, a couple trillion put out there and everything starts heading back up. You know, a lot of people think that it's going to be Great Depression style. Even Trump himself said that under Biden's watch, we'll have the worst market correction. I think he said either worse than Great Depression or just as bad. Or I think he said worse, which means Great Depression time frame was about a decade, give or take, depending on what sector you're in, depending on how your lifestyle was. But imagine a decade or three, four five years of. Uh, just complete chaos market. No, no real market activity. GDP through the roof, through the tanks. I mean, that's how bad things could get. So once again, none of us alive right now have lived in a time like that to be able to truly understand how severe it could be. But God is able. <laughs> God is able to do some things that we cannot imagine. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? And the words of TB. One more time, Mike. What's up? One more time. LBP, give me one thing you're grateful for before you talk. Oh, man. For Threw you for a curveball. Everything you got to be grateful for. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. What else on your mind, man? Look, uh, with this gold and silver, Mike, I don't think about nominal or mm-hmm. how many dollars or yen or whatever. Right. It's about purchasing power. 100%. I agree. You know, when yes, when 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 the hyperinflation and the devaluation and all these things happen, gold and silver 
they they have like a, I don't know how you even 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 say it. It's like a parabola, you know. It'll skyrocket, mm-hmm. and it'll outperform as far as purchasing power, and then it'll level off. It's like that kid, you know, that bought the hotel with the with the gold coin he got, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah. but it, it, it's not that it's worth so much dollars. It's that it's purchasing power. Mm-hmm. It just skyrockets, and then you know what? You know, it goes back to normal eventually. Yeah, yeah it's, but, at but some that, point. That's when you take the gains. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of which, let me say that article I put it out there in Discord earlier about uh, about Venezuela <laughs> and how they're actually. Uh, utilizing you know gold flakes like they're basically just scraping coins scraping nuggets and just coming up with certain measurements of weight to actually purchase goods and services that they have so here's a picture of a person with a 500 boulevard note sprinkling some some gold crumbs to measure it in order to get some items so uh you know (laughs) metals will definitely have use case in in good times and in bad times because people are finding a way to exchange value for what they need so in, in Venezuela, of course, from what we hear and what we see, a good portion of it is in times that will be considered probably depressionary style environments, but they're still able to get what they need and you know exchange a little weight for it. So uh, I thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike, let me tell you, did you see that interview with Maneco? I started to watch it, but I didn't finish it. I started to watch it, but I didn't finish it. Oh, man, that gentleman said something, you know, like uh, it kind of got to my heart, you know. He mm-hmm. talked about there's people that are that you know he called it cannibalism but he doesn't mean literally people eating each other yeah he means people like taking advantage of each other you know because mm-hmm. of the situation yeah and he was saying that there's people out there that are rooting for hyperinflation you know mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the way i think about it you know mm-hmm. but he was saying that there's people that are that are cheering it on mm-hmm. but when that happens there's another group, the one that's holding the currency that's suffering, you know? Right. And so the people that might be cheering it on are the people who have dollars. <laughs> and so those are the people that get paid in dollars. They got dollar savings in their possession, probably, because he also mentions how he works remotely. So he get paid in dollars because he's a contractor. And he said, I think 10 to 20 percent of the population might be being uh, compensated in dollars. So those are the people because they're living better. They're living good because they have more purchasing power. But yet, what happens when the yeah. dollar goes belly up? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they gonna run to then? And so that would put, put exactly. us put us in our same position now, where we use dollars. But yet, at some point, when dollars are not wanted, then what? Of course, people say most people say, "Hey, crypto, whatever, whatever, whatever." The people in Venezuela are using gold flakes. You know what I'm saying? So using silver flakes might yeah. be something to use as well. So or junk silver, you know, dimes, nickels, you call it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yet, that's what it is, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think they, I'm gonna invite him on the show. I'm gonna invite him on the show for a live stream. I'm gonna try to reach out to him and see if he's interested. Yeah, the thing too is that like it's better to cheer for it, even if people suffer. People are gonna suffer regardless. It's better to have a more sound monetary system in the long run, you know. So if, if people don't prepare, what can you do? There's people suffering everywhere. Yeah, but then, you know? but but cheering for it, like cheering for it, is like because in, in our mind. I'm prepared. I got weight. I got food. I got water. I got bullets. Okay, cool. But this is going to be more than just a local isolated event in Lebanon or Venezuela. This is going to be a country by country type of event at some point to where possibly to where there's not going to be like no sense of normalcy nowhere to where you're in that much more of danger because you prepare. Because if you're not out here looking all sad and hungry and starving, losing weight like everybody else, they're going to think you got something. You know what I'm saying? If your bones ain't yeah, showing, some, they know you eating good, like still. Hey, you ain't got you ain't got nothing for the whole city. <laughs> they come into your door. <laughs> but hey, man, I appreciate I'm still you. Still gonna cheer it on, Mike. I hear you. I'm still cheering for for a hyperinflation. <laughs> Have a good night, Mike. You'll be good. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I just love messing with him. Uh, yeah, Red Boy, man, I appreciate you for being a blessing. Says RTD plus LBP. Appreciate you, boss, man. Thanks for being a blessing to the to the channel. Um, but yeah, I just like, I, like just to me cheering this on seems to be seems wrong. Like I just feel like my heart won't let me get excited just because I'm I'm one of millions that will be going through a whole nother life experience that you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to wish it on nobody. But it is what it is. But I I just I, I think differently. But you guys, let me know. Are you 
cheering on the hyperinflationary environment here in the U.S., or are you going to hold off and enjoy the day for today? Let me know in the chat. Hello, Carl. What's name are you calling from? Steve, I'm doing good, man. Well, give me, give me one thing. You give me, give me one thing you're grateful for. Hey, I got to follow with Ed on that one. Uh, uh, thank, thank Jesus for allowing me to to be alive and mm-hmm. and be part of His kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's nothing more than that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, real for me. That's real. Um, hey, hey, but uh, I guess Procter and Gamble. Uh, so we'll go back to the flea market. Thing that we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. several days ago. Yeah, uh, I guess Procter and Gamble just put out that all of those items we were talking about the other day are going to be going up. Yeah, Procter and Gamble. Yeah, uh, I saw they, that. They just put that out. Uh, so I would I would certainly encourage everybody to get to those local flea markets and and get this stuff. For, for, for example, yeah, uh, uh, Tide, all of that stuff, game. All of those things that you use on a daily basis for hygiene, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You can go to the flea market and get the stuff pretty cheap. Uh, Axe deodorant at the store, normally it's like uh, six bucks. Yeah. Uh, for, for one flea market, you could, you could pick that up for two fifty. Mm-hmm. Two fifty each. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have TV. TV right there in the backyard there. TV to the backyard there. Uh, <laughs> uh, have TV. 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 Go on down to the flea market and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's man. right there in the backyard. Uh, 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 go on down there and, uh, and check it out so he can see for his own. Yeah. For his own self. I'm sure he knows already. Yeah. Since it- he lives down there, but. And as always, I encourage people, anybody that's just tuning in, if you guys, you know, see anything worth recording video-wise, shortages, a surplus, or anything out there, feel free to record it via video and send it to us and share with the community. I would love to get some thoughts because at some point, the flea market is going to be a little short on goods when people start getting a hold of what or, or where they should be going to get their uh, little toiletries or whatnot. So it's, it's only going to last until people find out yeah. about it. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. I, I, I was so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm by the cheap prices that I forgot to take video myself. <laughs> I, could, I could have sent it to you. Uh, but, but I was, I was, man, I was, I was buying that stuff, taking it to the car, going back in. Really? Buying stuff, <laughs> going back to the car. Yeah. T- um, hey, T- TB said, uh, TB said the flea market is his thing. So, he, he, he going out, he'd be going to the, uh, to the uh, so that's an, is this, what's the swap meet? Where's that? Where's that from? The swap meet? Is that something in like Compton or California? I, from a movie or something? The swap meet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's right. Uh, it's it's right near the uh, TV mills. Right, that it's right there near the uh, Oakland Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Coliseum Way. Yeah, but the prices, man, were just so off the chart. I was like, man, that's why I loaded up for like you know a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. uh, on, on all of that stuff. And like you said, the stuff doesn't expire. I mean, deodorant, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Tide, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, even skirt surge protectors. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just uh, walking by and grabbed a couple of those. Yeah, you're uh, just stocking up, man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything, yeah, man, and yeah. that's real. And, but see, it, it takes a concentrated <laughs> effort to actually think ahead, plan ahead, and then put forth the effort to go out and get that done, which, of course, is extremely valuable. But, man, it's like, oh, it's just – it's taking on a whole nother level of <sighs> – responsibility work i mean it's adding a whole other level you know just based upon the efforts you're putting forth so i be like on my side i be getting stressed out thinking about you know doing stuff around the house then going and get extra stuff i mean it's like man it's just but i understand how important it is but dang <laughs> now but, but once you get it once you get it i'll put it this way uh for for me and in, in, in my family uh anything from like toilet paper to food to etc mm-hmm. uh all that stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good for two years. Mm. If I didn't have to go to another store today mm-hmm. uh, at all, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm good for two years unless a tornado or some yeah. earthquake swallows me up. You know, but but aside from that, uh, yeah. everything's done. And and now it's more of a spiritual matter uh, at this point. But people should prepare, and especially people who don't 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go to the flea market and get, get the soap and the, all the rest of that stuff real cheap and just tuck it away. Yeah. Well, hey, um, Steve, I appreciate it. Let me get a couple more calls. Yeah, I see people in the, in the chat complaining about not answering the phone. So I appreciate you for calling, man. Let me get a couple more calls, but appreciate you. Yeah. Hello, Carl. Where are you calling from? Hello? Hey, good evening. Good evening. Um, This is the Chiefs from Brooklyn. Hi there. Give me one thing you're grateful for before you start. Um, I give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Fair enough. What's on your mind now? Give me a quick thought. Um, okay. So, uh, besides being thankful for, um, life and another day to try to do things better, Mm -hmm. um, I'm watching many things as usual and, uh, they're calling for, um, in over in UK Mm -hmm. for it to be a censorship on Telegram. Hmm. I saw some of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's food for thought. You know, like how you were saying, you want to like look into different platforms and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, to start like really looking into some other places to go. Yeah. Um, a couple other things. I posted some stuff, um, like around nine o'clock tonight, uh, that maybe some people will go look at. But it's one video that I had came across where it's supposed to be a, a Zoom meeting with some Asian people, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how. The um the Wuhan virus, it was it's it was it's being basically the whole plan that all of us already know, mm-hmm. which is to weaken our military, weaken the majority of the people mm-hmm. that are supposed to be in so called leadership and yeah. celebrities and all that stuff. So that it'll be easier for them to come and invade us. Yeah, and you know everything that is that's happening basically at this point. I mean, again, most of us are already aware, but for those who I guess are not aware, you know, we're living in a time where besides what is written in the scriptures and we're watching it manifest, we're seeing it how it manifests. There was a um a guy named Dude, what was his name? Dimitri something. But he made a prophecy back in the early eighties mm-hmm. and he said how there was gonna be basically another nation that while this while America was going through um the leaders was quarreling back and forth and, and the nation was going through some troublesome times, mm-hmm. how we were going to be invaded. And the way everything is going, the way everything is looking, it's looking like that. So um, it's like I told you before, you know, the Asian people, they have the numbers for the military, but their men are not men of war. So uh, besides prepping and praying and stack and silver, I think people need to be thinking about that second amendment and, um, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I guess it, or, or I don't know, their their batting skills or their their hunting skills or whatever up because, you know, we may have to be our own militia out here besides, yeah. you know, our own doctors and nurses and teachers and everything else. So mm-hmm. that's the quick thought that I'm gonna give for tonight. Appreciate and um, you. I pray all everyone stay well, stay mentally strong, emotionally strong, yes, but mentally strong because. The devil, his his scheme is to wear people out. And this is why we're being bombarded with so much information. So yeah. stay mentally strong. It's good to break away, detach, and, you know, go smell of, go smell of flowers, as they used to say. <laughs> hey, appreciate you. Know, you. <laughs> yes, yes. So all be well and have a great night. Thank be you good. For Thanks for calling. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Uh, maybe not. I lost you. Give me a call. But no, so I saw a comment there about having a super chat or something. No, just, you know, call in. Feel free to call in. And the goal is to get as many calls as possible. But yet, some of the conversations be a little good, a little juicy. So they go on a little longer than typical. But anyway, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. One more again. TB. Yes, sir. What are you grateful for, man? Give me something. Man, I just told you one more again. Oh, one more again. Okay. You're good to talk to your boy. Then. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Wow, man, and, and and thank you, LBP, for the shout out. And and Red Boy, you do your thing, man. Love to hear you on the on the, on the airways, man. You're doing your thing. But I, I just wanted to tell you that uh, uh-huh. that the, you know that problem that you had yesterday. Uh, being presented to us as 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 the light about the L L B. Oh yeah, yeah. Alphabet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. 
I've been in serious, um, serious, I don't want to say con- contemplation, but mm-hmm. this thing is, you know, I'm in it. Okay. And, and I've been, I've been researching my spirit mm-hmm. in order to figure out what this thing is. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. I'm my wife. She's like, you know, you just don't agree with it. I said, I, it's not that a fact I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. It was the choice that you made. If you're making the wrong choice, that's on you. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to deal with it. Yeah. And, and for some reason, Something just kept telling me, I, people were telling me, uh, did you see Dave Chappelle? And I think Solo told me this as well. Mm-hmm. You got to watch Dave Chappelle. And for the life of me, I was like, nah, he's just a, he's a, just a, he's the Weinstein, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, they all do the same thing. They all got the same model. They yeah. all fool into the masses and everything. Mm-hmm. But then I, I turned, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Yeah. I'm going to sit down and watch it today because everybody's saying I'm seeing it. I'm, I, you know, it's been presented to me mm-hmm. as you need to watch this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it this time. Wow. So, you know, and it was his last show. And usually when they do their last show, they disappear. Mm-hmm. They, they, the Dave Chappelle will leave, but they, the real person who Dave Chappelle is, is probably sitting on, on Lolita Island somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's regardless. Mm-hmm. But so I watched this show and he was hard on the community. He was hard on everybody. That the alphabet group, you know, the trans group, mm-hmm. he was hard on everybody. And he got to this very end part. And um, th- th- there was uh, some woman called uh, 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 Daphne. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's like, I brought it. She was a comedian. I brought on the show and she bombed on my show and everything. And then, and then he went to go make fun of her. And he's like, you know, I, I, I don't understand y'all. Mm-hmm. And she, and she turned around and told him, I don't need you to understand me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she just got in. And then she turned around and said it again. She was like, I am just, uh, I am just, um, what was the word she used? Uh, uh, experimenting. Uh, like she was in a, she was a spirit, but she was in a, in a human body mm-hmm. experimenting. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. That's it, because we're all spirits, mm-hmm. but we're all searching, all trying to find this one way, but we are not connected within in order to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. We need to go within and figure this thing out. And once you communicate within, mm-hmm. then they will show you everything that you're having a problem with. And I was like, everybody that's doing this is experimenting because they don't know. Right. I can't fault for not knowing. Right. I can't fault my mom for not not, not telling me about about, about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I right. can't fault her for that. It's just what the program that they have us on has been going on for thousands of years. We're indoctrinated. We right. need to break that indoctrination and get back to what is real. Right. I agree. That is a hundred percent true. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. You just don't know how much. Oh, man. My man made my day, dog. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Ah, man, that's I, I real. Like, understand. Look, understand. You know, so I remember watching that Dave Chappelle thing, and it was, you know, he, he went hard. He went pretty hard. But then again, he showed, he, he exposed a lot, but then again, left it open, walked off the stage with a lot to, to make people think because it was received differently by different people and it infuriated the community of individuals as we see netflix has walked off and threatened to shut stuff down and even a ceo of netflix say you know i might have spoken too soon and completely might do the backflip and take the show down so it was great because not many celebrities of that stature would be willing to risk their future income earnings for you know a point to prove basically just showing how how biased things are Ultimately, you know, like how one community can get away with everything, but yet, you know, races are still struggling this day. <laughs> and so the whole part about uh, was a little baby having killed somebody in North Carolina and yet his career uh, didn't get hindered with that. But he said something about that community over there. And sure enough, he started, you know, they started messing with his money. So it just goes to show how everything is ass backwards in a sense. But anyway, so, yeah, so uh, I start off today talking about, you know, the Trump situation. So curious to see, you know. Based upon people out there uh, who will be looking to join uh, the true social platform, I think just for sure, you know, giggles and laughs. If it's I ain't going to pay for nothing, but if it's free, I'll sign up and I'll willing to, you know, test the limits and see how far to go. But I start off by saying, in my opinion, this whole Trump thing is a distraction. He know the real deal. He's a part of this whole he's a part of this whole situation. I think he's done a good job. He's he's done as much as he's been allowed to do by the powers that's trying to orchestrate this. But I still think 
in the, in the, at the back at the end of the day, I still would believe he's a part of all this rather than being an outsider because he's in a billion boys club. You know, he's been using Deutsche Bank and all them banking institutions just as well as everybody else. You know, him and Epstein were good buddies for, for decades. You know, you don't rub elbows with a man to do live that type of life without, you know, stumbling into some things he's doing, in my opinion. Could be wrong. But I do appreciate what Trump has been able to do because he's exposed a lot of stuff and yada, yada, yada. So I don't want to go too hard, but you, yeah, I'm sure you can get my drift. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Bar Light Broker from the Internet. Bar Light Broker. What are you grateful for, B? I'm grateful that uh, I have Jesus in my life. That's 100. 100. What's on your mind tonight, man? Oh, I was just thinking about Trump and all the promises he made. And when he got in there, the first night he came in, he was congratulating Hillary and telling her how, <laughs> how good she did and how much the American people owe her. And then, <laughs> you know, the president of the United States could get on TV and say, listen, guys, we're not buying stuff from China anymore. Walmart, you're going to change what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The game's over. The gig's up. This is MAGA time now. He didn't do anything like mm -hmm. that. The dude was a Trojan horse. Anybody yeah. that believes anything he's dead is a complete fool. It doesn't take a genius to see that. Mm -hmm. Democrats, Republicans are all on the same lion team. It's just like WWF and wrestling <laughs> and the show, the real show was behind the scenes and we're not in the club and we're never going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very true. Case closed. Yeah. Comment over. Have a good night, Mike. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people speaking, man. This is the, the, the people's voice. I appreciate you guys for calling and sharing your thoughts, man. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. Curious to hear what you think. Couple other subject matters worth touching on as well. It's all types of stuff out here, but I wanted to make sure I incorporate it. It was actually my wife's idea to incorporate the idea of trying to be mindful of the things we're grateful for, just because you can get talked so much about what's going on that you forget what you have. And that's where I'm like, okay, I, I need that tonight. So, um, but yeah, you know, just on, on another note, what I'm grateful for, I'm grateful to be able to connect with the like minded individuals as well as to be a part of something that I think will. Go down in the history books as one of the greatest times in mankind because of what God is capable and going to do. And even how I'm still trying to figure out how, you know, my part in all this, I'm expecting God to reveal some things to me in the days ahead. And so I'm grateful that I'm aware that I am called at this time for something for the kingdom. So that right there is something that excites me. And then, of course, beyond that, you know, grateful for everything he's blessed me with. You know, he's been extremely good to me. So, yeah as well as all of us, if we still breathe in air and alive and have all our needs met. And another thing on, on, on a spiritual note, I was reading, uh, really, really, I'm, I'm re reading over the, the Gospels over and over again. I'm going to read them over and over again just because I need to get those letters in red, you know, deep down and deep, deep, deep down. But then I was thinking about just, you know, what's later is the Lord's Prayer, you know, and that idea of, uh, you know, giving us our daily bread. And I, I was thinking about that in regards to preparations, like preparing, be prepared, like we're, in a state of emergency, we're told to secure yourself, get as much as you can. And of course, the media is saying, you know, there's concerns because people are hoarding. But when you recognize possible danger ahead, you want to prepare as best you can. And um, I was thinking about like, you know, the idea of just having our daily bread met and how looking at all the biblical stories in the past where um, there was events where. There was a lot of the patriarchs that were out on their knuckles, not knowing where the next meal was coming from. They had no outright provisions in front of them, but yet God handled it. You know what I'm saying? God brought all their substance to them. You know, the manna from heaven, the water from a rock. We got the birds feeding. I think it was Elijah and all the other events where God showed up big. And I'm thinking like, wow, like, are we, are, is it possible as people who are awakened and tuned to what's going on around us, is it possible to pay too much attention to natural preparations? And to the point where we feel like we're securing ourselves, like, you know, I'm doing this, like, you know, I'm out here getting the water, the food. I'm, I, I got my weight up. I, 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 rather than, you know, what, you know, am I doing this with the right intentions or am I doing this out of fear or is this only practical and is only like common sense to, take a little time to prepare, prepare some things, but can preparation become a form of God or put you in a position where you're 
playing your own guy because you think you're so well prepared where at any minute as was it the rich ruler that built up the, you know, tore his barns down and built greater barns. And he said to himself, you know, I have much goods for many years. Let me, you know, lay idle and be fat. And the Lord said, you wicked servant. He was like, your soul is going to be due tomorrow type of thing. And sure enough, all that preparation, all that inventory he had went to somebody else the next day, you know what I'm saying? So just something I was thinking about, but curious to get your thoughts on it. Feel free to chime in if you guys like to, but just something worth thinking about. Hello, Carl. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, it's Paul from Eugene, Oregon. Paul, what are you grateful for? Well, oh, I'm thankful for my family, man. My, uh, there my, you go. My partner and my kids and my mom. Yeah, I, I lost my wallet a week ago. My kid found it in his room today and brought it to me. <laughs> That's love. And I was like, be, I was so happy. <laughs> That's <laughs> love. All right, man. Appreciate you. What's on your mind tonight? Um, you know, last time I called, I, I mentioned the the Obama. That thing is starting to get crazy. I don't know if you've looking to it yourself yet. The what now? There's the um the volcano in Lamar. Oh, oh. I've lo- looked at some videos and saw some things, but I haven't been following. No, so f- please fill me in. Oh, it's just it's getting kind of crazier the last couple of days, so I've been keeping an eye on it. I just didn't know if, if you've been watching it yet. No, I, but, I, I, uh, I've checked into it, but I, I don't follow it as much as I probably could, but... So, so where are we at at this point of, I remember reading articles a week or two ago of, you know, a part of, a part of it falling off into the ocean, causing the tidal waves. And, you know, are we anywhere near that or what's going on with that? I see that those were predictions made, you know, 13 years ago. So that's kind of why I've been watching it Yeah, and it just gets worse and worse. It's been a month now. So you know, I don't mm. want to make any crazy predictions on what's going to happen, but yeah, that's, that's the, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what they're saying. Scenario, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely watching it. But other than that, it's just there's it's just a crazy volcano. It's, it's uh, biblical in, in in a lot of ways. So yeah. Um, and the other thing, uh, last time I called, I mentioned about the Mandela effect. Have you looked into that yet? Uh, I did not. I did not. I mean, I apologize. Give me, give me, give me. Feel free to put up, put put me on game again. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because there's some Mandela effects in the Bible too. Um, it said, you know, you might remember the lion shall lie down with the lamb. Uh huh. Uh-huh. If you look it up these days, um, it'll say the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, mm-hmm. and the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, mm. and the little child shall lead them. I I, I read that wrong. Sorry, I butchered that. I wasn't expecting to. I just popped it up real quick. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, back in the day, it said the lion shall lie down with the lamb, and the bear shall eat grass mm-hmm. like the ox, and the child shall play with the the whole of the asp and then mm-hmm. nothing shall hurt nor destroy in all holy mountain. Yeah. But yeah, they changed it to the wolf also. Shall dwell. Yeah. They, they changed that to the wolf. It's no longer the lion. Now it's the wolf. And, um, yeah. The, okay. The wolf shall dwell with the wind. I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't aware but of that. Yeah, uh, sorry I butchered that, man. I, I was going to be a lot more clear with you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I noticed the last time some people in your comments too. They were, they were. Uh, a lot of people were into the Mandela effect. It's worth looking into. I don't know if it's real or, or what it is. But yeah, I'm gonna open up. There. I'm gonna open up a tab now. Put it in there so I can go back to it. So appreciate you for reminding me. Right, well, stay, yeah, I, stay, yeah, I, appreciate I appreciate you. Stay on top of me, man. I appreciate you for that one. <laughs> yep, yep. Be good. Bye. Yep. God bless. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hello? Maybe not. All right. Yeah. Give me a call. And and, and speaking of which, uh, uh, yeah, so I got a lot of thoughts going through my head. But just uh, in regards to this La Palma um, volcano, this is Syria. I mean, this is it's always been serious, but I haven't followed it much. But hundreds more evacuated flee the volcano lava. And then you see a little lava coming into a city about to ravage this thing, man. So imagine. Uh, so just so think about this. A natural natural event occurring right now. Lives destroyed. People had to get up, leave, can't take nothing with them. Just, you know, completely uprooted out your life. That's just nothing you can really prepare for. Like, how do you prepare for something like that? I'm assuming people probably knew at some point the volcano would would erupt, but you never knew it. It'd be coming and ruin your entire life. And more than likely, once this stuff finishes out, there's nowhere to go back to. So, um, yeah, man, so much to be grateful for. Anyway, let's keep talking. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, lots of things worthwhile. And then also for those that's checking in, you know, you might be checking in. We t- touched on a little bit of the whole Trump's Trump, uh, social platform earlier. Curious to hear your thoughts on that. You know, will you guys be signing up or whatnot? 
Why now? What's his point? What do you plan on do with that? You know, at this point, like what, what's, what does he really plan on accomplishing other than just having his own platform and probably, probably trying to outdo a Twitter or a Facebook or, or something like that. But I don't, for some reason, I just don't think it's going to see the light of day. I don't think that it'll be able to be rolled out. And if it does, it's going to be attacked on a day-to-day basis to where it won't be successful. I don't think. And, but if it is, it stands a chance to be in a place where like-minded individuals can get and speak freely. And of course they're speaking freely basically about the government and, and the central bank. So that's what it's going to be pretty, pretty much used for. And then of course they're going to have some issues with uh, the privacy side of things, all that other good stuff. Uh, okay. Let me see. I see a lot of thoughts out here. Uh, Dave Chappelle, the man, <laughs> Uh, Davy Boy says weather modification, geoengineering causes the climate change all about total control. Um, and that's where just the word to me, the word climate change, it used to be global warming. It was global cooling, global heat. I mean, it's changed over the last several decades. And I've seen so many old articles from scientists saying that, you know, we're going to have a freezing period for whatever. We're going to have a warming period. It's every decade it changes. And they've been pushing it for forever before I was born, I'm sure. And so now all of a sudden it's the perfect time amidst a global pandemic to also throw in climate change. And now central banks and governments are now thinking that I saw something about climate change affects your health. And they're trying to lump into the health side. Jerome Powell talking about climate change along with, you know, people participating in them things. So it's all show. Weather modification, though, when they're able to make hail fall in the desert type of stuff and you know, excess, you know, no rain falls on the West Coast for a year, two years type stuff. That's that's not you know, I don't think that's natural. Mr. C says you will soon need a digital ID and the jab just to be able to log into the Internet. Mr. C, 72. Um, that is probably real talk there. And so the and so needing that jab to participate in society in general will probably be necessary unless there's a great awakening moment like was mentioned today from one of the uh, politicians. I think it was in Ohio, if I'm not mistaken, uh, basically mentioned that as more people wake up and push back, that hopefully will disrupt, distort their plans. But uh, as of right now, it, there's more states that are not allowing that vaccine mandate stuff to take off. And therefore, if no mandates, then it's going to be hard to roll out the, you know, the, the mobile digital passport situation. But how they'll get us all, if it's not the, vaccine passport itself it'll be just a digital id so the florida id starts i think next year if i'm not mistaken and it's good to say it's going to be a michigan id and then uh every state gonna have their own id so we got the new york uh we have the new york uh id and it's just basically the real id that was supposed to be rolled out officially last year but they pushed it back so that digital id will be the primary way of getting our driver's license into an app. And then from that app, at some point down in the future, they're going to roll out the, um, they're going to, they're going to roll out the additional features within that. And that's going to be the, that's going to be the hook and the, uh, the bait on it. It's going to have us all, you know, you, you sign up, you don't, or you're not. Uh, Barley Burger says, uh, Australia, New Zealand ban imports to avoid really, I didn't know that. That's serious. That's serious business. Yeah. And man, I'm sure everybody's paying attention. We, you know, we got some family members, community members out there in Australia. Keep us up to date with what's going on. And also they have the the app out there where you got to check in. You got five minutes to check in and it, it pings you to the very spot where you're located. at. if you're not where you're supposed to be, they come and you know, find you type of thing. Very spooky. Uh, Inglis says, I'd be concerned if Trump gets back in power. He was called the peacemaker when the Bible refers to the three and a half years and the second three and a half years. There's nothing to say there back to back. <sighs> I would be concerned. Um, Yeah, I would. All, I would also. Yeah. And, that's, and so like just last night, you know, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And so I saw online. Let me see if I can find it. There was uh, I'm ranting up a little bit, but this I think is this is some good stuff here. I think putting together the pieces of the puzzle. But between now and 2025, that's the time frame that majority of this plan, half of the plan, will be completed. What I mean by that, 
by 2025, we've already were told by that D angel, the angle 2025 agenda that the current population to be, you know, one third of what it is now, a hundred million people. And then on internet as a day, uh, uh, Alberta, Canada on their website where they have, you have, you have to check in with your vaccine passport information and stuff like that. There was a glitch to where something behind the scenes was, was exposed, i.e. the computer code. And so somebody put the code up online, if I can find it. And uh, let me see here. Where is it at? Somebody put the code up. Where is this at? Give me one second. Somebody put the code up where there. Here we go. So here's the video here. So I'll put this up here so you guys can see it. But somebody revealed the code as far as the future expectations in regards to the booster shot. So long story short, according to this information here, it says uh, the Vax Pass. It shows that between now, the first booster shot and or the first regular shot all the way up until the eighth, the eighth dosage. And so I'm, I'm assuming that the boosters are included in that. But this is just, you know, it was the functions behind in a, in a computer code. It shows where you enter in your um, proof of vaccination. And according to this information here, there's going to be eight doses. That's what's, what's in, that's already been pre-planned inside this, this app here. And so I'm thinking, like, okay, it, it's, they're saying two, bo- two boosters a year. And so that's two times two divided, four divided by two. That's eight years. So. So I'm, I'm sorry, eight years, four years, rather, two a year times uh, eight divided by two, four. So four years. So that puts us around 2025-ish, according to this, this little information here, take it for what it's worth. But between now and 2025, I would assume, it's just my personal opinion, that you know the side effects and the danger from people who have participated with those uh, booster shots will probably be the reason why and how they're able to get the population down to the number where they have it planned. And this goes back to this little information here that by 2025, there'll be a hundred million people in this country. And so how can they get that number? I would assume they can get it through having people participate in this program here and the amount of casualties that might come from it possibly. So that's just a little side note there of, what's also at play outside of the politics, outside of the monetary system, outside of all the social chaos, outside of the social supply chains. I mean, outside of all those other issues, their agenda through this stuff here, depopulation. So we would live in a whole different level of life. If there was, you know, one third or two thirds of the people no longer here in the land of living, that's something to be concerned with. So if this stuff pans out to be what it is, I don't know. This is just information I got. I grab from the internet. I try to process it, make sense of things the best I can. So it's nothing official. I hope I'm 100% wrong. But if I'm not, then it looks like they, they're pre-populated in the Alberta Canadian Vax Pass website, eight doses. And so you got to put it in, put your information in whenever you go to do something. So two a year, four years, 2025, hmm, you do the math. But anyway, uh, that is all she wrote for tonight. Um, yeah, let's close out with a little bit of prayer, man. As always, lift up the good Lord. And so it's and so it's it's good to be able to see the enemy's plans, so that as believers we can, you know, seek uh, the Lord on this matter here to disrupt some things because He's able, He's capable. So um, I'm not mad at knowing the enemy's plans just because it gives me something. It, it lets me know what I'm up against, obviously. So. But then again, uh, in the end, we win in Christ. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. As always, if you've enjoyed the show, hit the thumbs up button. And tomorrow at noon, Mike and Mario, check us out. We'd love to uh, have you guys join us, share your thoughts, give us a call and hang out with us a little bit. But uh, for those that are interested, let's lift it up to the Lord for thanking and thank him for another opportunity to gather. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening. We pray that you continue to do your will in the earth, that your will be done as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace, which is new every single day. Lord, we thank you for the gifts that you've given us to be able to uh, you know, work on your behalf in this season. Father, we are all here for a reason. 
And I ask that you give us clarity as to what it is so that we can be effective for your glory. Lord, we thank you for blessing us and keeping us, sustaining us, stay, sustaining us and meeting all of our needs the way you do. Lord, we just ask you continue to uh, continue to use us uh, to bring more into the kingdom, into the family. We thank you in advance. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, people. That is all she wrote. Anyway, be blessed. Be safe. I will see you guys later. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.